With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It's the Late Show with Francie Weatherman. This morning, looking for my shoes, look behind the trunk, found the hesitation blues. Lordy, tell me how long. Lordy, tell me how long. Will I have to wait? Will I have to wait? Can I get you now? Can I get you now? Must I hesitate? Here on Francie and Friends. 
this is going to be open mic night part two. Cool. Awesome. I think we got a ghost here. Is there a ghost? Well, looks like the open mic's already started with a TV broadcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So this, this is what we're going to do. Um, last week, we, we were doing the show, and here on Francie and Friends, don't worry, folks. Tonight's a happy show, but we will go ahead and announce it. Uh, last week, uh, our good friend John Link did pass away. I was hoping that they did us on the and, Our condolences yep. to John and his family and his friends. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, we we did an open mic last night, and I mean last week, and we we were really excited that Edward X Young called in and gave us all the details and everything. And I think we gave John Link a great send off. He's a dear friend of all of ours. And so we didn't get to play all the clips that we wanted to play. So tonight we're going to play those clips, and we are going to say, John Link, we love you. You're always here in spirit. And uh, I'm going to start this off with, I mean, I I thought since we restarted the show, we've had a lot of great moments. But I don't think that any moment, top to one, I played it twice last week. I play, I'm going to play it again. I'm going to start off the show with this one. Because, Tom, is like you said, this is going to live in infamy. I'm telling you. It is Tom Sawyer. Talking with Sal Lizard, and I think you even caught him off guard. I think you even caught him off guard. You definitely caught me off guard. I didn't get it until like later, and after we did the show and everything, I was rolling. I was like, "Did our little Tom really say that?" (laughs) He sure did. A lot of things like that. Yeah, I did. I'm proud of it too. <laughs> why, why don't yeah. Why don't you set it up for us, Tom, in your words? Because you know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, I guess we got. It's hard to put it into context, but we got talking about a. Um, it was a guy. What's that porn star's name? The Ron, Ron Jeremy. Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, Ron Jeremy and Sal were talking about. Whipping it out and stuff like that, and you know, to compare sizes or of their masculinity, and you know, me, I just kind of being a smart ass I am, mentioned about you know, possibly sword fighting or in the vernacular. <laughs> uh, I thought that was more p- polite than saying getting in a, a different version of a cockfight, but you know, so yeah, and um, I, I I do have to admit that um, when I got it. Later on that night, when I got it, I had the vision in my head. I know, because I was the one that she called (laughs) 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 at 3 o'clock in the morning going, oh, Oh, my God, do you know what Tom was talking about? (laughs) 
<laughs> Makes you wonder how they parry and thrust, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> Man, I, I gotta tell you, it was it was so subtle the way that you threw it in there. And I think that that's why it was so funny is the way that you just kind of threw it in there. It, it, it was kind of like a grenade with Sal, too. It was kind of like one second, boom, <laughs> and Sal even cracked up laughing. And I did talk to Sal on the phone this week, and he, he, he said that he would like to call in tonight. But, you know, Sal... Congrat! He's got his grandbabies with him this weekend, so oh, he cool. yeah. yeah. So yeah, I I think that's a good reason to not call in. And I told him yeah. that we're gonna play that again, and he he laughed. He remembered it. Wow! I guess yeah. I made my mark in uh, Blog Talk Radio, huh? <laughs> yeah, you sure did. <laughs> so. I go on at six tomorrow, you know. Uh, uh, free autographs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you should, you oh, yeah. should, uh, you, you should make uh, t-shirts to say I got into a sword fight with uh, Sal Lizard. Yeah. Tell, yeah, tell them about yeah. your next book signing. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. There you go. All yeah. right, so here or just, is. Or you can just the... put your pockets out and imitate an elephant, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the, what the, <laughs> yeah, this this was absolutely Fancy a great clip. I'm, I'm a horror writer. Huh? I'm warped. So I come up. I'm a horror writer. Yeah, but I'm I didn't anyways. know that. I, I, I did not know that you had that in you, and it was just so brilliant the way you just slid that right in there. Hmm. Oh and, God! Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, he just slides <laughs> you right in. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we're, we're going to play the clip. We're going to play the clip, and uh, everybody listen to Tom's uh, very great sliding in of a zinger that will live on. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm good for one every now and then. All right, here we go. Okay. I challenged him, though. I walked up to him at a convention in St. Louis, and I said, all right, Jeremy. I said, it's time to get real here. I said, I think my sexual organ is bigger than yours. And he goes, really? He goes, because, you know, I'll just throw mine on the table right here. I don't care. And I said, really? And he said, I, said, I don't think I can get mine to, uh, out of my head. And he goes, what? And I said, you know, my brain is my sexual, biggest sexual organ. And he goes, oh, you probably had me there. <laughs> Uh, You didn't try to sword fight with him. (laughs) Oh, that would have been an interesting fight. (laughs) That would have been interesting. (laughs) You can. Um, Let me ask you, Dave. Tell us about as dead as he gets. Tell us what what is this concept about? (laughs) Uh, I I don't know what you're talking about. Our tagline is you're either the good, the dead, or 
as good as dead. Right. <laughs> I've said it right okay. like a hundred times. So, I mean, it's not a big deal at all. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> wow. Tom had a great moment, and I had a moment. Oh, no, we're a team, man. That, that goes all the goals together here, you know. Yeah, you know? He, when things go right and things go wrong. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you know, that's kind of the, our show in a nutshell, though. That's what makes us it is. Yeah. And I, I think that's what makes people listen to us. They're like, okay, when are they going to screw up? It's like Jim and I, Burke, and David Madison, and a lot of guests are saying, wait, am I Because things are sliding in the home, and we're doing really good, and our past guests are like, wait, am I on Francie's show? Uh, when is something going to screw car. up? Yeah. Part of our <laughs> we're, we're, waiting, <laughs> we're waiting for the, the Francie flub. Exactly. Oh, yeah. The, the, yeah, and it's kind of like, in fact, I do remember, and this was when I started getting sick. We're not going to go into details with that one, but we had David Lee Madison on the show, and he did say, um, am I on Francie's show? I'm wondering, when is something going to go wrong? Francie? Francie, are you there? Francie? And I came back, and I was like, sorry, Dave, I just threw up. He goes, there you go. <laughs> There is yeah. like you call it an F and F club, Francie and Friends Club, you know, F and F. Francie yeah. and Friends Club. <laughs> Another Francie club. F and F club. The club. The club. The club. This Francie club has been brought to you by your friends at Black Bed Cheat Books. Yep. <laughs> and Nick's going, whoa. No, no. <laughs> leave leave me out of that one. I got nothing to do with that. That that's all on you guys. You're the one who well, keeps saying, Let's do a show. <laughs> yeah. I, I got nothing that. to do with that one. Look at me. I'm not, I'm not even calling in yet. Whoops. I think he did, though. I think Whoops. I hear an echo. Did he? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm outside right now. <laughs> hmm. But I do hear an echo, so I think he might have just called in. Cool. Which I guess we Maybe? have to bring on Nick. Well, this coming Saturday, I'm at Fantastic Con in Port Huron, Michigan. So I just want everybody to know. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and. You know, and then now speaking of this coming Saturday, I need to give a big shout out to uh, to my buddy Joey Ruiz at Way Back When uh, Antiques and Collectibles in beautiful Margate, Florida, because this Saturday is going to be the big six year anniversary. Woohoo! Oh, Ta da! All right. Yep. It, That's it, cool. It's yeah, really I, I I got the chance to talk to him. He's a he's a really nice guy. Well, you'd, you'd be surprised. I mean, we've had, uh, you know, we, I, I say weeks, I'm there practically every weekend. But, uh, yeah, he, he's had so many um, random celebrity uh, guests go through there, it's not even funny. So, uh, you know, uh, Barry Gibb of the Bee Gees picked up a guitar and even did a free performance in a matter of speaking. And, 
nice. Andy Garcia. Yeah, Andy Garcia, Joe Pesci. So. You know, well, yeah, just because we get older doesn't mean we have to grow up. Hell, we like stuff, our toys. You know? Exactly. So. I'm too old to leave you, though, there. anyway. Hell with that. that. You grow up, you get old. At least in your thinking. Well, well I'll, I'll tell you this much, Tom. You'd be drooling if you saw the horror collection. Oh, probably. <laughs> yep. Yeah, or probably the comic books, like the old Twilight Zone comic books and stuff like that, you know. Oh, God. If you yeah. saw the comic book collection, I think that you would probably be there for at least three weeks. <laughs> probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Or the creepy magazine and eerie magazines from the 60s and early 70s. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, I love that. Those man. I grew up on them. So, yeah, yeah. He, he, even that, he even had some of the original first uh, Spider-Man, too. Wow. So. That's impressive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it just makes it part of the fun. Outside of taking a writing break, it's just swinging by there and uh, – you know, to see what all, what new goodies did he find this week? <laughs> the ten million dollar question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably why you got celebrities coming in there. They're, they, you know, they don't want to grow up either. They want to get stuff from their youth. You yeah. Know? Without a doubt. Yeah, my mother threw that shit out when I was away at college or away for the weekend or something. You know. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm rebuilding my Star Wars collection as we speak, but the prices aren't the same from when we were growing up. No, no, hell no. It's like 15 <laughs> times more. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you wish you still had your Star Wars action figures? Yeah. When I you're really seeing them, like even the Darth Wars, Vader but... head, the Darth Vader head where you were able to put all your Star Wars action figures and it well, is worth a fortune. How many of us had that damn dark Vader? I still do, so thank God. <laughs> well, I'm a little bit you know older than you guys, so I was already 16 now, or 17 right? when it came out. So, uh, yeah. I'm a, yeah, so I was a little bit older than that, and by that time it was, you know, I don't know, Playboy and other stuff, you know. Oh, so I was a little so- older. I don't want to yeah. say how old. I think I was in uh, elementary school. Bless you. That's Nick. <laughs> Nick's on. That's me. Hey, Nick. Hey, I know that hey, part. Uh, I was I listening in on, on the Star Wars stuff. I still have, I, I in the garage, I have uh, uh, Star Wars dolls in their packages uh, hanging on the Dealing with uh, tax. Oh, sweet. Not, not as many as I used to. <clears throat> Actually, there was a, a short, short little story here, but uh, um, when I was around, uh, oh, I think it was 10 years old or something, uh, I had this, I, I don't know what it was, but I used to go into toy stores with my parents and then used to separate myself from the, from my parents and go through aisles and or or like target or not target fedmart turned into target actually fedmart the department kind of store like target walmart um uh, back in the day and i would always like go and i would i would steal star wars dolls i would uh like uh there would usually be like a whole 
like uh, half an aisle full of Star Wars dolls back in the day. Uh, I'm talking the late 70s, early 80s, probably late 70s. I'm thinking about 10 years old. But, yeah, and I used to, like, uh, like at FedMart, I would uh, – uh, there would be like a stack of Star Wars action figures in the front of the store, and I'd just take a big handful, and I'd go to the garden department in one of their sheds that that, uh, that was on display and go inside and just take out the Star Wars dolls from their packages and uh, uh, put them in my pockets. And that lasted for like a few months, and I had this big Star Wars doll collection. And then one day my I, I went out uh, with my dad, uh, and he uh, he always like would take us out for like fast food on Sundays after church. But it was just me and him, and he treated me out to McDonald's, and that was kind of special. And then he said, "You know what? I need to go to FedMart uh, and pick up something for a minute. So let's go there." So we went to FedMart, and uh, I, I uh, went my own way, did the Star Wars thing in the shed again. That time I got cut and I got handcuffed. And I got put in the back room, and uh, uh, my dad got called. I was really embarrassed because he was really nice that day, and we went to McDonald's together and all that crap. And it's like, uh, and they were saying, yeah, we've been looking for you for like three months. And the police came, and and I, I remember this, being in a chair in the corner going, okay. <laughs> I, I I got I got five stormtroopers and I got a Princess Leia and I got a Princess Leia by Strikes Back in in, in the Cloud City and, and I got and I, I got a Darth Vader and, and I was like listing the stuff that I took before <laughs> and my dad had to pay for everything and he took oh, me yeah. home and kind of uh, kind of uh, he. He actually, he was the kind of dad that back in those days he took out his belt, but that time he didn't, and I just was confined to my room, and it was just, it was a whole terrible experience for my, I uh, guess I was uh, legendary for three months as, like, the Star Wars dealer, so I don't know, the but, Star Wars yeah, that when I was 10. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. But I had a huge so, Star Wars collection. I only told them actually probably fifty percent of. <laughs> I'll never forget crying and listing all the dolls that I took. On the, it was like seven Jawas, and and Tusken Raiders. <laughs> so and they, there, and there is a lady that was writing everything on a note. <laughs> so there you go. There you go, children. Learn a lesson. Yeah, go Don't to the death steal bag. because there's cameras oh. now. <laughs> there's cameras everywhere. Big Brother's the, watching you. And the box yep. of the death star is bigger than you are. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So don't steal. Nope. All right. We, we, and then, you know, what made it worse, too, is uh, is my dad paid for those, and I had to, like, do yard work and stuff to pay him back for that. But in the long run, all those Star Wars dolls were mine. Um, the thing is, 
uh, in high school, I desperately needed money, and I sold them all in a yard sale. Uh, I ah. I had, and I didn't steal these, but um, uh, oh. over the years, I would collect micronauts. And I was an oh. avid micronaut collector, and I'll never forget at the same time around the same period of time that I sold all the Star Wars dolls for like dirt cheap. I I put all of my micronauts in a big bag. And I sold them all for five dollars. It's like uh, at a yard sale, and it's like now, oh, wow. now that I'm grown up and I know the ways of the eBay and I, you know, all that <laughs> stuff, I realize, you know, if I only kept those damn things, I, I would make a ton of money if I were to sell them now. Oh wow. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Two words: early retirement. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Uh, speaking of Star Wars dolls, too, this will be really quick. But there's a legendary, well, there's a legend, like a myth, in the Star Wars doll uh, collector's uh, universe about a Boba Fett um, that was released at the uh, as a special extra for the first, like I don't know, five or six Star Wars dolls that came out by Kenner, and uh, that Boba Fett had a launching rocket in the back of it. And um, I've heard debates saying whether or not that actually existed. Uh, I think it. I think in, in uh, people that know better, they know that it did exist at one point for a short, short period of time. I had that. Oh, wow. I had that Boba Fett with the launching. They decided not to. They, they took that back and they made it so that it can't launch because it could kill kids shoot them in the eye, you know. I had that, and I remember that, so I know it existed. Yeah, that was see what back it when, on, on the, when on, Kenner... Yeah, sorry to interrupt. Did you see what that went for on the auction bid this last go-around? Uh, no, I, I haven't been paying attention lately. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, yeah, the, so the last I heard, it was almost 50 grand. Wow. wow. Yeah, it's, it's the most legendary yeah. action figure probably that ever existed. But yeah, yeah I remember that. I remember you can order uh like uh Luke and Chewbacca, Princess Leia, Darth Vader. I think maybe that was it. And they weren't even made yet. You had to pre order them uh during the Christmas season. So I think if I'm not I, I could stand corrected, but I think that Christmas, 78, 77, 78, when Star Wars came out, um, people, kids would, like, find under their Christmas trees a, um, a a gift that was actually a certificate entitling um, them to those action figures and a free Boba Fett or something extra, something like that, I think. Uh, um, but, um, yeah, and then they would get that guys, later we, we, in a month. We do have a caller. Yeah, I was just going to warn you about that. You got to ring around the collar. Yep. But, Nick, I would just like to say karma. (laughs) Well, yeah, but, I mean, you know. All right. Yeah, no. All right, area code 954. Area code 954. You're on the air. Who's this, William? Yes, it is, William. Hey, Joey. 
What's up, buddy? I've been hearing you guys. I was I was actually observing and hearing uh, the Star Wars guy who was talking about all the uh, back in the day with General Mills, which is great. That's a great story he was doing. Hey, that, yeah, that would be Nick. <laughs> That'd be me. That would be Nick. <laughs> <laughs> well, this Nick, the uh, story goes is that I probably have your collection. No, I'm just playing, but uh, I do remember those toys <laughs> so, as a 70s, 80s kid. So uh, we actually have it here. Um, I'm looking at them right now, so I have all 12, you know, which is fantastic because it brings back memories, great memories of our past childhood, which kids today, unfortunately, forgot about that. You get it? <laughs> oh, you devil. Oh, wait, this, is, <laughs> this, is, this, is, uh, this is Joey, right? Joey Ruiz? Yes, this is Joey Ruiz. This is Joey. Yeah, this Joey. is Joey. How are I, you? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm the I'm the one who called you. This is Nick. He 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 wrote the novelization for Halloween Four. Nick, I told Listen, you about Joey. This is why I'm excited because my girlfriend is a huge fan, and we do collect a lot of horror. And when I got that information from you the other day, which is fantastic, I was uh, I showed her she was stunned, and we are actually interested. You know, as a collector okay. and a store owner, we love it. Okay, I will tell you, oh, Nick, cool. what, oh. what sold? Oh. Nick, Nick, what sold? Oh, hey, you're the oh, guy that, uh, that Francie called the other night. Yeah, That is correct. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, she told me. <laughs> she said, hey, and so I kind of wrote her a list and everything. We sold, uh, like, um, half the stuff already on eBay. I know, I know. I, I'm really interested in the script, and actually the reason why is that uh, here I in South Florida, Nick. We do a lot of the conventions, the horror conventions, and we just recently met one of the actors who played Michael Myers on the Rob Zombie, Taylor Maine, which was, he's a fantastic person. And, you know, speaking to him about the Rob Zombie version of Halloween compared to the other versions was really interesting because, you know, this, this gentleman actually played Michael Myers, which is fantastic, you know? Oh, wow. Oh, nice. So oh, we get along with that whole idea, you know? Yeah, yeah. Nick, I, I met you, all of them back in the day, uh, uh, Pasadena, and the 25th anniversary of the Halloween franchise, uh, and that's that's when I debuted uh, the uh, special edition of Halloween Four back then, and and uh, uh, I like uh, I was really like, uh, for lack of a better word, and I love this word, flabbergasted. I love that word, flabbergasted. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, to be invited to such an event as a guest celebrity among many and I got to meet just about everybody and partied with just about everybody all the people that played Michael Myers in the past and all all the other actors and uh, that that was like uh, that was just that was like you know <laughs> that was something I'll never forget if even if I get Alzheimer's when I'm 90 I will still uh, I I'll talk about that one event <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, I mean, you got to look at today, you know. Unfortunately, imagination now with uh, the whole scenario with kids, a lot of people who are collecting are in the past. So, for example, you know, as we get older and we're saying we're getting older and are going through our 50s, we're just remembering things that we had fun. And, you know, the benefit of that is, like, as a collector and a, a store owner, you know, we take pride on what we remember. So, like, aura, like, from toys, from – uh, from imagination, and you know what? I think that's what's happening as generations uh, go on before, after we leave. Is that what happens to that? The imagination for kids today. Everything is so digital and technology is actually driving yeah. the imagination away. Yeah. So, 
why why uh, what we do here at way back when is that you know what we're bringing back memories memories of everything from your past and everything bring forward so you know looking at kids today and looking at even i have kids don't get me wrong my 14 year old my 15 year old you know everything is digital everything is either downloaded streamlined or there is no more that imagination for kids anymore like playing with star wars playing with gi joes playing with toys you know today everything has changed so rapidly that kids don't have that imagination anymore so you know one day you know we, we sit back as we get older and now we become kids so like you said we're going back in time and remembering a time that we had fun and now we are collecting we're we're preserving and we're hopefully passing on to the next generation to understand hey there's a not there's there's a time to be a kid and there's a time to be an adult and you know as adults we want to be kids again. You know, that's how I look at it. And, you know, of I'm course. having fun. You know, there was there was uh, once a time for a very long time that people didn't think that way. Think of Citizen Kane. Um, right. And he was all resolute and adult and did adult things and everything. But all he could think about was Rosebud, was his Rosebud. play when he was a kid. Uh, so, uh, and and as, as, uh, as time progresses and generations grow, go to you know future generations we we've um, over the past especially like maybe 30 years or so uh mm-hmm. especially in this day and age um we as adults are more comfortable going back to our childhoods and um and you know keeping our collections our toy collections and and stuff i i've never seen that before and it's never really happened all that much there's always been collectors but right. um, it, it's more common nowadays to actually be a nerd and be oh, 50 and be a nerd. Yeah. Oh, nerds are so attractive. Nerds oh, are the heartthrobs now. <laughs> yeah, the guy once told me, though, yeah, usually. That's the whole the thing. That's the whole thing, that. like, like you guys say. That's the great thing about being a nerd, you know. We, as nerds, when we were younger, we were bullied. We were scared. But look at us now, you know, we're going back and, you know, you could be that nerd and say, hey, I have a great collection. And, you know, like like my girlfriend, you know, I think she's the biggest nerd and she's, it's sexy. You know why? Because at the same time, you appreciate not only to share something with your, your significant other, your partner in crime, but at the same time, you are remembering a lot of great things with your family, your friends, your brothers, your sisters, people who are no longer with us anymore. And you know what? And it's going to continue. So I could tell you that I am the biggest nerd. And you know what? When people look at me and they see our collection at home or they'll see our store, we are you know, trying yeah. to show people, preserve it, preserve, and let's have fun with it, you know? And that's what we do. Exactly. We where am uh, I located? I'm in Florida. I'm in South Florida. And I know you guys are in the West Coast. So, well, we're in South Florida. We're called Way Back When. Uh, we're this one-stop shop. So when I say one-stop shop, you know, you have comic book guys out there. You have toy guys out there. And you know what? We decided to come up with an idea for in the last six years to bring you everything in one. So if you're a comic book person, if you're a a toy person, if you're into coins, I'm bringing back everyone, you know? So I don't care when you pull us up, you'll see it. 
We do war memorabilia. We do sports memorabilia. We do rock and roll hardcore. We do everything at that one-stop shop to let people know is, hey, it's okay. Let's have some fun. You know, if you want to be that nerd, let's just do it together, you know. And, you know, on top of it, it's just showing the – actually showing the history and having fun at the same time. And I love and, it. And, yeah. and also one other thing, which is why I've always, you know, for the past six years, I've always been endorsing and supporting way back when is because, you know, you, Joey, you're, you're one of the few local businesses that actually supports the local authors and artists. I mean, you know, between letting them set up the tables out there and all the way through to book signings. So, you know, hats off to you for that part. <laughs> that, well, I thank you. And that's what we're trying to do is like, you know, there's a lot of businesses that out there that just look for that money. They look for that dollar. They're chasing the dollar. Uh, uh, way back when, we're not chasing the dollar. We want you to come in here and we want you to have fun and relax. And when we do events, we ask local artists local toy collectors, anyone who wants to sell, it's free. That means you bring a table, you set up in front of our store, we enjoy the atmosphere, and the benefit of that is that we network together. And that's the word, network together, because everybody's chasing that dollar. But sometimes you just got to stop and say, hey, where's the fun in it? So the fun is what? Exactly. Yep. Yeah, maybe yeah. Uh, maybe we can exchange information because I I'm a publisher owner of Black Bedsheet Books and I have about a uh, little under 200 authors and some are in Florida. They would be very eager to set up a, a signing there. Horror, science fiction, fantasy authors. Oh, most definitely, I'm in. I mean, if you want, you could check us out on Instagram. You could check us out. It's very simple on Instagram. WBW oh, Antiques. Cool. Which is great. Yeah, Nick. So uh, Nick, uh, William and I will will send you his Facebook page. Yes, definitely, okay. definitely. But I just wanted to step in. I was uh, William gave me the information. I'm saying you guys are doing a fantastic job. I love the concept. And you know what? Continue, continue. Joey, be a guest on the show. I will I be a guest on. The- That'd be cool. I thank you guys for allowing me to call in. You know what? In. We're 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 gonna commit right now. We're on Sunday okay, we're gonna... night. December's open. We are in. How about uh, December the fifth? How about December the fifth? Will you be our guest? I, I I am in December the fifth. Way back when. All right. So cool. December the fifth, we got you. You got me, and I just want to tell you guys. I know you're in the West Coast. Have a great evening, William. Have a great hey, evening. And there's you know, what I, I was, say before I, was I leave, actually like, born what? in Florida. Oh, really? Yeah, I was nice, born in nice. Stanford, Florida. Oh, right outside of Orlando. Uh, Nick, well, Nick got me out of South Carolina, and he said, come to California. And I said, okay. Well, definitely, <laughs> definitely, cool. we are going to promote you guys as well on our Instagram. And um, on top of it, i like to say thank you. And William? It's awesome yep. hearing your voice. And uh, to the new guys, you know what? Thank you so much for allowing us to talk and chatter. But I got to go run, and I will see you All guys right. soon. All right. Have a great evening. Thank you, Joey. Right. You're cool. welcome. Take care, man. Yeah. You know, I was going to say that a guy told me once when I was doing a story on uh, basically collecting, you know, the grown-ups collecting toys, he says, 
the spirit of man doesn't age. So usually when we get about 40 to 50 years old, we want to buy back some of our youth and some of the fonder memories we had. So that's why we get into collectibles and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. That's true. You know, I don't think that fun. any kid today can hold two action figures and have a bunch of them laying around, and they make those little noises when they're in a fight. They go, boom, 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 yeah, as they shoot so their guns, and you're you're shaking your whole body and go, boom, boom, boom. That one's dead. Boom, boom. Pick up another one. Okay. That's what I did as a kid. You pick them up, and I, it's like, boom, boom. Okay. Don't forget the spaceships either. <laughs> I, I was a nerd too, and that's okay. Well, I mean, I always say, yeah, the geek will inherit the earth. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, I want to, I want to play another clip. Uh, I right. love this clip. I love this clip because we have two of our guests. We have uh, David Lee Madison talking about Vincent Price, which he praises. And we have another guest, uh, Alan, who really hates Marlon Brando. Mark Allen Pilgrim. (laughs) There we go. All right, here we go. Let's play this real quick. And me, I mean, just hearing that epic voice. Boy, thank you. Uh, Vincent wasn't too bad either. (laughs) (laughs) And it makes me laugh Because I'll tell you what makes me laugh What makes me laugh is I I have that kind of commitment And I haven't had a big break yet And yet people like Marlon Brando Who they rave and rant about Used to have his line stretching For an earpiece Now can you imagine him On the stage with me I'd run rings round him I'd literally act circles. I'd, I'd act circles around him, you know? And yet I raised a rant about him, and yet he had his line said to him, and he told about the Godfather, oh, he's so good. Well, no, he wasn't, because he had his lines written on a wall in front of him, and he was reading them. You know? But come on. Is that, that was a great show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great show. And, yeah. You know, and I remember we asked him later on, we said, uh, any upcoming actor uh, coming into the business, what advice would you give him? And he said, learn your freaking lines. Yep. <laughs> and it did go back to Marlon Brando. And I, I, I thought that was really great that uh, Mark Allen – was very open with us, and I did not expect that. I was like, what? is Marvin Brando going to, like, kick our asses? <laughs> but I, I, well, if he does, it's I do the think, dead, so. I do think that he brought up a great point. You know, Marlon Brando took no time to learn his lines, and I thought he brought up a good point. He did, you know, and, uh, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll I'll be the first one to admit, I, I'm I'm waiting in line, you know, for Mark Allen to finally get that big break. Because Lord knows, the man's got enough talent, and he already has a fan base. We just got to get that last little push. <laughs> that 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 Lord, and, oh, yeah. and I loved it when I I did ask him 
a question that I always wanted to ask a, you know, upcoming actor. Would you prefer to be in a blockbuster movie or in several of them? And he's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, well, you got the chance to play Iron Man. And he goes, William, you know how I feel about Iron Man. And I was like, oh, wrong yep. example. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I, I did – I. I did enjoy that show because he was so open about how he, you know how I feel about, you know, like, just screw Iron Man. I would never play that role. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if it's going to make, you know, $20 billion in the box office. No, I don't want that role. And, but then he did say, I understand what you're saying, but don't, don't say play Iron Man. Although you have but to admit, I, though, yeah. that, you know, that would be interesting to see him in the Iron Man suit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, honestly, I, I, one thing I, I will definitely – Mark Allen is, without a doubt, one of the nicest guys ever that we've ever had on the show. In fact, I when I made the show page, I accidentally misspelled his name. And he said, oh, you misspelled my name, but it's okay. People people probably won't even recognize it. I was like, no, Mark. No, no, no. I, I, I did not realize I did that. That was a typo. I will fix that immediately. And I did, and I said, forget the first link I, sh- I sent you. Send out this link. Now, I mean, he's just such a nice guy. Yep. Yep. So. And, you know, and, and, and and again, you know, coming back to talking about, you know, our our return to the air with the show and everything else, oh. I think Mark Allen is the best example. Here's a man who's willing to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning just to spend time with us on the air. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like, nice of I hope you drink yeah. your coffee. He goes, no, I drink tea. <laughs> 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 yeah. Really? <laughs> you're, you're just so you're just so sweet. Why are you such a nice guy? And yeah, it, it goes back to what you were saying. You know, he does deserve his break because he's such a nice guy. And nice guys cannot finish last. Period. He nope. deserves his break. Exactly. And uh, I I think that that. Definitely, he he's he's just like, hey, look, you know, you spelled my name wrong. That's fine. You know, we'll go with it. It's like, no, yeah. you deserve to have your name spelled right. We're gonna go with that. And then he was like, oh, thank you, thank you for spelling. It's like it was just a typo. I'm so sorry. I didn't. Yeah, yeah but he. He is without a doubt one of the sweetest guys that you'll ever that you'll ever meet in the planet of this world. There you go. Yeah. I said cool. it. Mark Allen, you deserve the sweetest guest award ever. Uh, Ta da yeah. we just yeah. can't Ta-da. <laughs> We're very we low budget, so we can't send you a trophy. <laughs> Yeah. 
But we'll well, maybe announce. you need a beer can on a plaque or something, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll send you we'll send you a beer can. <laughs> or a tea bag. There you oh, go. That didn't sound nice. <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, I don't think that one. Because too bad could be something taken wrong. So that's right. They'll probably look at it and go, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> you guys are crazy. What? What the hell is it? What the hell's wrong with these people? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, I do want to. I do want to make a uh, couple of show announcements because we, you know, next next week we we got to be by the book again. We got to have guests okay. on. All right, um, Aaron D. Johnston, who is also a really nice guy, he's been really busy. Beard competition is like skyrocketing, and he's been on tour. So Aaron D. Johnston's going to come back. Awesome. Yeah, I'm plan, and, man. I, I I totally made the mistake. I told Aaron D. Johnston when we were talking, and we were talking about rebooking the show, and I told him, I said, you know, I was really nervous about having you on the show. He's like, why? Because I don't have that many followers. So I said, no, because I don't have a mustache and a beard. I can't grow one. I didn't know what questions to ask you, and he was just joking around with us. And, you know, but, yeah, he's definitely coming back on the 21st. Which is next week. Well, perfect. Yeah. Now I'll have to send him a picture. And then on the uh, 28th, I found out that I had an Olympian cousin. She was in the Olympics. Wow. Wow. I know. That's what I said. And I, I, I talked to my mom about it. And she goes, hello, I told you guys when you guys were kids, yeah, you got an Olympian. You got a cousin that's in the Olympics. And my 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 cousin Laura, her mom told her the same story, too. You know, you got a cousin in the Olympics. Oh, yeah, okay. You know. But we did. <laughs> uh, she was a bicyclist. In the Olympics, uh, she's a two-time cancer survivor. She has a really great charity called for Spo- uh, Spokes for Hopes, and uh, she's going to be on in the tw- on the twenty-eighth. I talked to her on the phone already. Sweet lady. Nice. Uh, Mark Allen nice. might have competition. And then on the fifth, we got Joey. Joey Ruin. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We just booked them. Yeah. So yeah. So there we go. There we go. See, things are happening here. But Indeed. okay, things are things are going really good right now, right? Oh yeah. Yep. All right. But so, what about if things uh, go wrong? Bless you. And Nick Belches. Nick Belches right on cue. How about when things right. go wrong recently for the past couple of months? This is not, you know, the whole 12 years we've been on Blog Talk Radio, but since we've been back on and getting the show built up, uh, we had things that went wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's what makes it more so, memorable. 
Yep. And it's it's funny because the things that went wrong is a lot longer clips than the things that go right. That's hmm. not all our show. What the hell? Roll that beautiful theme footage. All right, let's roll it. Yeah, all right. We're, we're, we're about to uh, we're, have fun. We're about to say things that went wrong so far. <laughs> Ooh, that's going to be fun. Yep, Willie. Really? <laughs> waiting for somebody to, to talk or? Tom, this is things that went wrong. Okay. Hello. Uh, Francie. Yeah, Francie. (laughs) Hey, everybody. It's not Francie, but I'm gonna wait for her. Hey, can you guys can you guys hear me? Yep. Yes, now we can. Now we can. Okay, uh maybe I I handed Nick my phone. I put my phone on mute and I'm trying to get back to my phone call and I don't know how to do it because I don't know how to use a cell phone. Does that make sense? Oh. So, if you guys can give Nick instructions and he's got my phone right now. Well, this what, what, what kind of phone do you have? This is a clip. Yeah. I did tell you that I suck at cell phones, right? I can't yep, get back yeah. to the call. We can hear you. Yeah, we, we I know because I got Nick's phone yeah. and he's got my phone. Oh, okay. Um, click, click, click on the phone and activate the screen and look for the mute button and yeah. then just tap it. I, I can't get to the phone call. Okay, I got William Brower and Tom Sawyer as my last callers. Yeah, yeah, but we're here. We're here. Yep. Francie, remember, always hit the record button. Always <laughs> record. Because if you don't, you're just going to be talking to everyone, and then you'll wonder... Hey, we're done. And then all of a sudden you go listen and there's nothing there. It's just dead air. <laughs> and you'll be like Zombie Dave and I going, grr. Grr. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the way it was better, right? I think you think were kind of a, almost a perfect foil for horror in a film. You kind of got to, it's like an opposite. It's like the opposite emotion. You almost need them both to play off each other. Don't you think? I'm sorry, I'm having trouble hearing you. Uh, I think horror is, uh, humor is a perfect huh? foil for horror. They're like yeah, different ends of the spectrum, but at times you can you blend them to use them like, say, in the movie The Raven or Army of Darkness or what's the William film? Exactly. Yeah, they're, they're a perfect foil for each other. Yeah. Rainy is, Rainy is definitely one of my idols. I love what he does. And, I mean, George and Mero, same thing. Uh, Wes Craven had a great sense of humor that people don't realize. Who is talking right now? <laughs> Sorry. Oops. Okay. <laughs> Just be careful out there. I thought it was on mute. <laughs> 
<laughs> we who, who's talking like I, I can't hear I'm her. I'm sorry. I'm I can't hear her. I can't hear her. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. No we worries. Hear you. No problem. Yay. Well, I'm yeah. still on, and I'm loving hearing everything that you guys are talking about. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. If you're ordering dinner, I'll, I'll take some uh, mild chicken wings and at least uh, All right. a six pack of uh, Mountain Dew. You know what? Right. Get you me go. some yeah. buffalo. Give I'll me get some buffalo chicken wings and some uh, blue cheese dressing on the side. I'll be right over. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> we'll leave the. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wow, you know uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mention the guest's name, but the guy who said uh, who's talking, um, I did get a message from him the next day, and he's like, "Why didn't you mute that person that was doing a food order?" And I said, "She was your guest. <laughs> I don't mute." the guests on the show and you know it, it kind of turned into our fault but throughout talking we're all still really good friends but you know he was really upset that you know somebody was talking in the background why didn't I mute it first of all I didn't know the area code and I'm just not going to randomly mute people second of all it is the guest and I'm not going to you know, mute the guest. So right. Yep. Yeah. So you know, I think I think it was all handled really good, and I loved it. I loved it, William, when you gave a food order. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I figure you know, I, I heard uh, wings, and I was like, yeah, you know, that wings do sound good about this time. <laughs> mild though, William. Seriously, mild wings. Come on, man. Don't you have a set of co- – I bet Tom Sawyer would have said, give me the volcano. Yep. No, no, no. No, Tom if, – no, if anything, Tom would, would be like this. <clears throat> um, I'll, 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 I'm good. I'm going to take the, the hottest thing that you have, um, volcano or uh, even a meteor, comet. Uh, oh, and, and a beer. A beer, beer. I need a. I'm gonna need a beer. beer. Or no, better make it two, two beers, and and yeah, hot wings. Oh, and an and an old pack. Oh man, a, a beer and hot wings actually <laughs> sounds pretty good right now. Yeah. Damn it! Now oh, yeah. I want some freaking hot. No. <laughs> oh Fancy. man. I, I bet you'd like yeah. that Golden Corral honey-dipped southern fried chicken, too, like a bucket yeah, of that. Shut up, Nick. Shut up, or, or, uh, or lobster tail uh, with the buttery sauce that you dip. I, I torture Francie all the time. I don't know why. <laughs> but well, about I mean, food. Uh, well, and food and, and things. Don't, I, don't. Just, yeah, I know it gets to her. I think... Uh, <sighs> Uh, my son Charlie CJ uh, uh, always like bugged her about stuff, so I, I think I I caught something from that, and so like I I torture her all the time. People like torture though. Yeah, yeah. Just, just remember the just remember the safety word is honey dipped chicken. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> or or McRib sandwich. Oh, or uh or Jim Boy Tacos. <laughs> or Egg Roll Express. I think we just lost the hostess. <laughs> Sometimes I uh I I uh I'm inside the house, Francie's uh in the front living room next to the front door. I open up the front door and she goes, What are you doing? And I'm going, I'm looking for the, the um the egg roll truck. There you go. Yep. Yeah, and, and she goes oh, or she gives me the bird. Which uh, I don't need a bird. We already have one. That's well, true. The, the only yeah. time that we have to worry is if all of a sudden we start hearing you say something like, uh, Francie, the door's locked, and I'm still outside. <laughs> <laughs> like Fred Flintstone yep. at night at the well, end of every <laughs> It's funny because they didn't have glass, so all he had to do is just like you know go a little to the right and crawl in through the window. That is true. Why didn't he just crawl through the window? Because they're well, stupid back then. Thing. It's the Stone Age. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that that explains it. I guess that that explains. No, I'm saying, why didn't he crawl through the window? Right. Well, I mean, you know, that's like, which came first, the chicken or the egg? The chicken. The chicken. Yeah, because Noah Noah didn't bring a couple of eggs because there was no incubators at that time. Wait a minute, there was no incubators. Oh, crap, which one did come first? The chicken uh-huh. came from a meteorite, which was shaped like an egg, but it had a full-grown chicken in it. So when it landed and mm. cracked, it was already full-grown chicken, and then it mated with itself, and it had some eggs. Well, no, I, I thought Robin Williams came out of the egg. Well, he did. Well, that's more. The, yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. you guys are not a chicken. You know I'm not, uh, is not a chicken. But he came from an egg. Yeah. Huh. Well, he did, but Didn't we all? not all things. Dinosaurs aren't, well, they actually turned out to be chickens. And they came from eggs. Yep. But actually, they so they say mm-hmm. that dinosaurs are chickens now. They're, they're starting to try to turn chickens into dinosaurs. Did you hear that? Oh, yeah. uh, I, I saw a few things on YouTube where they're genetically trying to enhance chickens to have like beaks that are uh, that are more like velociraptor um, snouts. Well, when when he comes back on, oh. we're going to have to ask uh, Charles Pellegrino about that and uh, uh. get his input on that. Ah, yeah, we got to get him back on. In fact, um, speaking of Charles, I I. I do have a clip with uh, Ron Fitzgerald and Charles on it. And edited with perfect timing. I, got I know. To tell you. Here we go. Uh, okay, one of the yeah. Things, the, one, the one thing that really 
picked off the evangelicals uh, was when I had given a lecture at the National Observatory, who I ultimately became the Jurassic Park recipe. And uh, I was being told afterward, uh, because my office had been raided and a copy of my book had been taken, and that chapter was in there, and I was being told uh, by people who now had uh, government authority from the uh, religious extremists, if you publish this book, we're going to make your life a boiling hell. And uh, I published it anyway. A bit of naughty fun. Ah, what's the hey. It's dark, hey. sticky fun, Francie. Hey, you you have to admit, hearing Willie Nelson, did it bring back some memories? Yes, it did. I like that. Yeah, I like that track by Willie. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You gotta love Willie. I mean, come on, Free Willie. Isn't he in trouble again? Free Willie. Well, I mean, what, what is, is he it? in trouble? <laughs> right, I was going to say, you know. That's Who's true. Willie that's true. He... <laughs> let's, all right, let's, all right. Yeah, you know, it's just a bit of naughty fun. Ah, with some trouble. Hey. It's dark, sticky hey. fun, Francie. Ah, see, we, we were just talking about the Jurassic, and I, I had the clip. Yeah, what? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Who does that? Who does that? That was a bunch of dark, sticky fun. Yeah. <laughs> but it always is. Yeah, yeah, Charles. I, I, I definitely, we definitely have got to get Charles back on the show. I don't know if, uh, well, William, I did tell you, and I think I told Tom too that after that show. Charles and I, we talked a lot afterwards. Good. I yeah. I, I called yep. him up because I was like, look, I did not cut off the show. Blog Talk Radio did. And he goes, yeah, I heard the countdown. And no, you didn't. We just talked and we laughed. And I was really intimidated by him because he's so smart. But yet he didn't talk to you like... You're beneath me. No. You no, are he, you are peasants towards me. I'm your superior. I'm smarter than you. He he really talked to us like a normal people. Yeah. <laughs> no, and then and then he, if you notice, he's even started uh, interacting with all your posts. Like uh, he commented on one of Tom's pieces the other day. Oh, I did not. Uh, really? Tom? Yeah. Tom? Are you there? Yes. Yep. Oh. I'm here. <laughs> there he is. I thought, I, thought, I, thought, I thought you were walking the dog. Okay. <laughs> no, no. No. Sorry, I kind of zoned yeah. out a little bit. Uh, I forgot to tell you, I got yeah, a concussion I, yesterday because I had a, uh, a door when I was, I was helping at work push in some carts the damn door came down and hit me in the head on top of the head so hey. oh yeah it rung hey. my bell pretty good yeah don't you know did you see stars? my brain but it oh yeah I actually did, did literally see stars i i i seen that once too uh i was decorating for halloween a couple of years ago and i did not realize that i had the hammer 
on uh-huh. top of the ladder, and I was moving the ladder on cement, and it went, and the hammer hit me, pegged me right between the eyes. I seen stars. You literally do see stars. Well, yeah, you got. I did. Well, well, you well, you guys are very, very lucky because um, I didn't, I didn't get hit in the head, but God, uh, yeah, this goes back about a lifetime ago. But I was working out in one of the local uh, warehouses, and uh, there was a guy that was having a bad day at work, and I was busy, uh, you know, shoving things over into the uh, into the compactor. And uh, so, the long story short. You know, he decided to uh, take out his frustrations, and uh, he backed the uh, Baylor door, and it went slamming right into my back. Oh! So, uh, yeah, you know, so uh, needless to say, um, when I, you know, kind of hobbled my way towards the supervisor, and I was like, hey, listen, that uh, Baylor door just came down into my back, and uh, yeah, oh. this is not, he knows this is not comfortable. Ah. Yeah, so, it's like a trash compactor. It's yep. So the long story short, and this this is where it gets funny. You know, at least according to some of the other eyewitnesses, because I it got a little fuzzy for me afterwards. But um, yeah, the uh, the supervisor gave me uh, a little packet of uh, painkillers called Swift Painkillers. And uh, you know, he pulls it out of the first aid kit. He's like, take two of these, drink some water, and you're going to be just fine. I'm like, all right. So, you know, pop the pills, drink the water. About 10 minutes later, I'm watching the, the light fixtures. It's going in circles. And the oh, boss walks no. up to me, and he's like, are you okay? Oh. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I am fine. How are you? <laughs> I'm not doing cool. well. <laughs> yeah, so the long story short, I ended up getting driven home and, uh, you know, crawled my way towards the bedroom, um, put on my Doors album, and then passed out on the bed for about three days. <laughs> So, oh wow! <laughs> yeah, woke up. Yeah, yeah, woke up super hungry, and I was like, "Okay, let me let me just figure out what's going on." You know, so I called the pharmacy up, and I'm like, "Okay, this is what happened, and this is what they gave me." And I'm just curious, what is it? And the pharmacist goes, uh, "Hold on a minute, let me take a look." Comes back on from you know from putting me on hold, and she's like, "Um, M- Mr. Brower, you said it's called Swift, oh. right?" I'm like. Yeah, yeah, it's got a big giant S on the wrapper. It looks like the Superman logo. And she's like, um, "Sir, um, that was pure LSD. That that was from the Vietnam era." Oh, that, uh, yeah. Oh wow. Where, where, where did where did where did you get this from exactly? And I'm like, uh, "Don't want to get fired." Um, oh, I found this in the grocery store next to the uh, aspirin. I think maybe. Possibly, I don't remember. Anyways, thanks for the information. Click. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm not being paid to promote this show. Have you guys been watching Dope Sick 
with Michael Keaton? No. Not yet. Oh my gosh, dope sick. I love I love I love that I love that show. If anybody has not seen Dope Sick, I would recommend to start watching it. It's a, a Hulu original. Um it's all about Oxycontin. Oh. Yeah, it's, well, it's be... a true and, story and about Oxycontin. Michael Keaton is really great in Michael it. Keaton. But it is I, I, I was joking to Francie because uh, uh, the Oxycontin thing, they they bring up Purdue Pharmacies, uh, which is responsible for Oxycontin. And I was oh, joking yeah. to Francie about, is that Purdue chicken? Uh, <laughs> because that was like a big – yeah, and uh, and then she told me yesterday that she was watching more of that series, and, and uh, she told me they brought it up. They they said, well, we're not going to uh, pursue this legally. What what have you got against the president of Purdue Chicken? Oh God! Said, yeah, no, they no, said, no, what, what, what do you have against the uh, Chicken King? And they were like Colonel Sanders, and they said, no, Purdue Chicken. And I was like, oh my gosh, Nick and I were just talking about that. Yeah, the funny I, I, thing is, I, I, I've always been in California, and I never heard of Purdue Chicken. But uh, uh, for a while, oh, about maybe seven years ago, I was really into, I don't know why, collecting as many um, fast food commercials from, like, the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and even 90s, or foreign ones, as I could. So that while I'm working, while I'm like publishing books and, and whatever on the computer, I Very have all that background. I actually enjoyed uh, working, listening to fast food commercials, and uh, there was a lot of Purdue chicken. I'm going, hmm, never heard of that, but sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's hey. the East Coast. That's the yeah, East Coast. You have, you have to come over this way, but it's really good chicken. Yeah. yeah, and dope sick. They mentioned that they're like, "Why do you want to uh, have a case against the the chicken king?" And they're like, "Colonel Sanders." And he goes, "No, Purdue Chicken." And they're like, "No, it's not Purdue Chicken." But it's here's the long story. I found out that after my surgery, I did not know this. I was prescribed oxycotton. Thank goodness I did not take any. In fact, I, I locked it, and Nick, I don't know where the key is, so let's just keep it locked. I I, I locked it up. <laughs> I did not take an Oxycontin for pain. I didn't. I don't like prescription made uh, pain medication, and I was really proud of myself. And when I when I looked at it, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is a generic form of Oxycontin. Yeah, I'm locking it away. <laughs> and I yep. I want to and I even called like the non emergency line and I said, uh, please come get these pills out of the house. I don't want these pills. Can somebody come pick up these pills? But I gotta find out a way to uh yeah, I'm I'm really glad I, I, I locked it. It's in a lockbox. So if anybody I I would recommend Dope Sick. If you have not watched it, it is amazing. It is an amazing story. I don't even know well, why I started talking about that. 
Oh, because uh, we were talking about LSD briefly. Oh, yeah, that's right. William was on LSD. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, go! Well, I've I can, done uh, that. I can that. that. I've done that a couple of times, man. That's fun. You know what? You you know what my favorite version of oxycotton is? What? Is is when I I throw my t-shirt in the laundry and put some oxyclean in it. Oh my god! <laughs> you know I, I like that and I am gonna show you all about the wonders of oxycotton. Just put it in your laundry. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Yeah, but I'm seeing. (laughs) How far down the rabbit hole can we go? (laughs) All right. Well, I think we got. I think we got something with Nick. Yeah. Uh, I used to drop acid a lot too, and used to write when I was on acid. And uh, and there was there was a couple of times where I had like uh, epiphanies that I I still like look back on and go, huh? Like for instance, when God made man in His own image, uh, I was thinking maybe that's not literal, because God is a creator, and we as human beings like to create things. And, and I was, and and I thought of, and I was at a motel room when I uh, first thought of that, and to this day I I remember it, and I think back, and I go, that that's that still is profound, and I'm you know, <laughs> sober, but um, anyway, yeah, that um, went through a lot of. Oh yeah, I I uh, I I uh, dropped shrooms. And uh, was taken oh, on a tour. Cows don't even need their own shit, honey. Cows what? don't even need their own shit. Uh, no, but these are shrooms. Yeah, I dropped yeah, shrooms and I went all through San Francisco and had like an epic adventure. And met a band called Alien Sex Fiend and got my fortune told. But that's for another oh. day. Yeah, it's all, all right. kinds okay. of. Well, you know, I mean, I write. Uh, there's reasons why one writes. If you live on uh, in a cabin in the middle of the wilderness, then what you have to write about is your experience, which is probably a bear digging in the trash or deer. But uh, when when you have like a psychedelic life, there's plenty to write about. So. Uh, All right. Okay. You know I'll, what? I'll stop. Yeah. I chose this man over this one. Yeah, uh, you're gonna have uh, fun chatting with her, but you know that oh, yeah. because you already met her. So that's yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I also put her on the spot when I did the live shows at the conventions. I was like, Deborah Lamb, you're live on here. Oh, hi. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. she's just so she's just so bubbly. Ron, if you would like to call in that night, you know, say hi. I'm I sure might. I'm going to go. I'm going to come right on over and cut her in half while you interview her. How's that? That would Even be better. awesome. <laughs> I'll be you around. Look good you, you look good. I mean, you're you're still very handsome. Well, I thank you. you. Know. Remember, hey, yeah. you're married. Oh no, I'm not no. married yet. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Stay away from my woman, Butch. What a ring. Yeah, yeah, I well, 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 the curse of Willis Ratchet. There yep. we go. Yes. Do, do, oh, you, do, you <laughs> do you remember the nursery rhyme? I know you remember that nursery rhyme. Oh, uh, um. Hold on. What does it start with? Hold on. Of course I do, but now now that I'm on the spot. Um, <laughs> Willis Ratchet took a hatchet, gave her lover a head in the, in, in the basket, called her something, something, call her name. After midnight, feel her pain. Something like that. It's very close. I was very close to it. Did, yeah, you did, did, you did, did, did the ballpark. <laughs> I mean, oh, come Lord. on. We, 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 we're having fun, and we're, we're going to have a oh, lot yeah. of fun. And uh, December the 5th, I, I did ask uh, Eddie and Tom to uh, come back on the show, but I mean, John, and uh, no, it's Eddie's birthday, so happy early birthday, Eddie. Yeah, happy birthday, Happy Eddie. early birthday. Yeah, early. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was yeah. Say, you know, and we'll, we'll, William, we'll do it now because we, so we don't forget. Yes, Brad. William, <laughs> you, you and uh, Mr. Yeager had a conversation. <laughs> Oh, God, yes, we did. Here we go. Because, um, you know, because I, I, I was able to tell Eddie about this time. He was kind of surprised. But Phyllis was actually one of the few movies, horror-wise, that actually gave me yeah. a full reaction. Yeah? Yeah. But uh, it, 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 it was uh, – and that's what made it so good, though, I, I will admit. But, uh, but, yes, it was kind of yeah. funny, though. Because um, the problem was, uh, I decided to watch it late in the night after uh, spending the day writing, and uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my wife works uh, crazy hours, so uh, she, she's normally up at three o'clock in the morning and out the door by five o'clock, and I'm actually working my way to bed within that time frame. So, because of the long story short, you know, watched the movie, loved it, crawled into bed, fell asleep. Woke up because I realized I needed to use the restroom. Go and uh, you know, walk over to the restroom, open up the door, and all of a sudden I see this uh, figure there with the hair pulled back in a bun, and I'm thinking Lilith. So I just yeah. started backing up and said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Backed all the way to the awesome. bed, the covers and blankets over the head, and just went back to sleep. <laughs> I, I I loved Mr. Yeager's uh, response. Uh huh. Uh huh. He was taking on to your every word. You know, and uh, now I I do have an additional footnote to that uh, to that story. Yes. Uh, you know, since we had uh, you know since since Halloween was just a few weeks back, and they uh, they showed the Geico commercial where the guy. You know, climbs up into the attic and then he looks over and he sees the uh, oh yeah all all the dolls and everything else and he goes nope yeah yeah (laughs) apparently wow yes the the figure that I saw for clarification purposes was my wife getting ready for work 
And so when uh, when they started to air that commercial, we were watching uh, TV, and, and we watched it all the way through. And she looked over at me, and she goes, you know you did the same thing like he did uh, just a couple months back? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and That's great. <laughs> I, I do. I do see that now. I do see that now when he's like, nope, nope. <laughs> and he walks down the uh, he walks down the stairs. I yep. do see that now. <laughs> you know, so again, definitely kudos to you know to Eddie and everybody else that was involved on Willis because yeah, that's what again that's one of the few horror movies that actually resonated with me afterwards. So yeah, it it. I you you do have to admit one thing. Let's go ahead and say it. They suck at hide and seek. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, it, well, it, it it was a great movie. Tom, have you seen it yet? Nope, I haven't. Glad to say. All right, then it's we got to we got to. All right, we're, I'm going to play a special song for you, Tom, and this is William and I talking to you. Okay. Hello again. Hey, everyone's playing together right now. <laughs> Look, there they are. Okay, I should have had it where we'd say, William, we can't play if we bite Tom. Well, sure you can. Well, there's there's the Francie flub for the night. There we go. We're on (laughs) cue. Yep. Hey, uh, one thing, one one thing that uh, I did want to play tonight. Remember when David Lee Madison was on the show and he did say that he did have David Lee Mad- uh, David Lee Roth call into the show. Yep. Yep. You want to hear it? I got it. Yeah. Let, 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 let's go ahead and go for it. All right, we're gonna play it. This was a David Lee Madison, and let me let me uh, sum it up. Uh, it was the Grammys. Van Halen came out with that album. Uh, they were watching the Grammys together. David was watching the Grammys together. Uh, Melanie Robel was the guest on the show. And Melanie Robel never cussed on the show before ever until this night. Uh, hey guys, in honor of the Grammys, I have a, a rock and roll legend, a rock and roll Hall of Famer here with me. Guy had a record come out last Tuesday. He sold over 100 million records worldwide. You want me to see if I can get him on the line? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Hold on a second. Hold on. Sure. Hey, Congrats guys. to whomever that is. Diamond, you. Yeah. Oh. So, so uh, Melody, you going to be playing oh, John's building when you're out there? Uh, hold on. I don't know. I mean, 
I don't think he appreciate me discussing his personal life either, but hopefully. I mean, he it's lives like, in my sister's neighborhood. I have yet to visit my sister, but they, they actually are practically neighbors. Oh, very cool. Wait, wait, I think we got a Rock and Roll Hall of Famer coming in. Okay, I, he, awesome. he, he's willing to sing for us, but I don't think he wants to talk. Is that cool with you guys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is it Bono? He wants us to do the chorus. I think we'll know his voice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand him the fold. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. I live my life like there's no tomorrow. All I've got, I have to steal. Least I don't need to beg or borrow. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah, I like that idea. That's funny. 
back in the Roman I days, think, yes, yes, yes. I, I thought think so, Elvis, yeah. I think Elvis back had the number one song. Back in the days of the Roman Empire when the Beatles were, were, were a big hit. Yep, oh, my yep. gosh. Remember those typewriters where if you put, you were like, and, and both of the keys got, the both of the arms stuck. got stuck and you had to push them out. Then you had to backspace, and then you had to take the white out. Then you had to go, try, bitch, yep. try. It's my novel. And then you got to type yeah. again, and you're like, fuck, what the hell is this piece of dust in your key? Is a typewriter, and you had to push it down hard, and you broke a yeah, nail. Like, at that point, you... You've been freebasing the whiteout for about five minutes, so you don't even remember what it was you were oh, writing yeah, in the first place. Like... Yeah. That that was me drawing the whiteout. Yep. <laughs> now I got spit stain. <laughs> spit stains on my computer screen. I gotta wipe those. Whoop. Yeah, isn't oh, yeah. it so easy now? It's kind of like, okay, it's, it's going back with Joey talking about nerds, man. We're nerds. Yeah. Yes, so we, we are. are. <laughs> we're, we're not Generation X. We're Generation Nerds. That works. Yep. That works for me. Yeah, I'll, I'll be a nerd. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be the first one to admit there's a you know, if there's a book sale, God forbid, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be the first one in the line. <laughs> yep. And I will be the first one to admit that William and Tom are nerds, and I was a jock in school, and I beat you guys up. No, I'm kidding. kidding. Whatever. I'm kidding. Well, I mean... I... <laughs> I... Now, now, here, now, here, I was going to say, wow, I mean, you know, so so you wore the jock strap and the shoulder pads and everything, huh? Well, no, I didn't have a set of balls. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't I have like a the cowbell. Great nerds. Come on, I I great flavored nerds. Yeah. I like to shake the box first before I open it. Well, it's even more fun if you dump them into the uh, soda, turn it into a little uh, geyser. Or like dig a hole in the backyard and like pour a ton of it in, and then pour uh, some baking soda, and uh, and then a lot of like uh, Seven Up, and yep. uh, and then then you run. I do want to do the Mentos Coca-Cola. Yep. I do want to do the Mentos and Coca-Cola test. <laughs> Facebook Live, like we did with the Kit Kat yeah. challenge. There we yeah. go. Ah, the ice bucket challenge. Oh, did you guys one, see that. my post I made last night? Yeah. I saw the one with Hermie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Hermie. I, I'm always posting Hermie. <laughs> He's my little boo. No, apparently, and, you know, I'm just going to say this for a second. Uh, I... I w- I made the uh, Jerry Springer top 
it was his 20-year anniversary, and he only played a few, a few uh, food fight clips. I, my face was in Times Square. Wow. Did you guys see that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember that when you uh, when you showed me that on TV, you, you brought me out of the garage back into the house where I almost hardly ever go, and and you yeah, showed me the TV. <laughs> No, yeah, really, but, I, but, I, yeah, I, and and uh, and and you were saying, look, look, Jerry Springer. They they showed a segment of me, and I was on my face was on Times Square on the big screen. Hey, not one big screen, but many big screens with thousands of people. It was his twentieth year anniversary show, and I made the clip. Twenty years of food fight. I was one of the top six. Wow. I did take surveys uh, when I was in college. It's like, is your family dysfunctional? And one of the questions was, did any of you ever appear on a daytime talk show? And I Yes, and yeah, that made us dysfunctional. And I told my mom, I said, you know, we're totally dysfunctional. And she's like, oh, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. And I said, no, I appeared on the daytime talk show, and that made us dysfunctional. Oh, Francie, you don't need Jerry Springer to tell you that. <laughs> you know, I it mean, wasn't Jerry well, Springer. It was no, we'll tell you that. You know, guys, I auditioned for the dating game around about 1984, I think. I didn't make it. I, I forgot what? why, but I, I was like that. really like nerdy. Yeah, I went to the studio and everything, and I auditioned for it, but I, I didn't make it. Oh. I, I I tried to be sleazy. I forgot I forgot what they what the girl asked me, and then it was the answer that I gave, and I forgot what it was. But uh, but and then they never called me back. So yeah. Well, uh, well, I, mean, okay. I I I was like uh, I I was boring back then, kind of. Yeah. That was before my drug days. Imagine if I dropped acid and then I, you know. Oh, I was going to say, was that before I after you ate cow shit? But hey, something hey. like this, so you you got yourself really lucky though, because yeah. Well, they, Lest we forget, the dating game had that serial killer that came on. Uh, yes, I told Nick about that. I told Nick yeah. about that. I said, you know, there was a serial killer that was on the dating game. Come on, that would have made the news everywhere. It did. So, you know, so, so I, I I'm guessing the man is, the man is I, I guess the casting director probably was like, I don't know. This Nick seems too nice. We're, we need something more creepy. We need somebody to actually kill the guest. How about the other guy? <laughs> Can I, I told you. you a story to tell? I told you, Nick. There was a there was a serial killer on the dating game, and you called me a liar. 
you know, I was also on the people's court. Yeah, well, oh, my dad was. I was in the audience, and I brought my friends. But my dad, uh, the plaintiff was actually my dad's best friend. And uh, he he stood beside him the whole time. I had it on YouTube for the longest time, and it got like 17,000 views. And then they took it down. Oh. Uh, because I guess the people's court owned it. So, but uh, I, I still have it on on video. Uh, but uh, I, I remember that uh, back in the day with Judge Wapner. Yeah, yeah. I remember Rain Man, Judge Wapner. Yeah, that that was cool. Judge Wapner, Judge Wapner three. It took up the whole. You know how they would have like fifteen minutes of like one one. Uh, uh, one thing, and then the the next fifteen minutes, it would be like a half an hour or something, and and uh, it it would be like two different, like you know, think they this took up the whole show. It was wow. really, yeah, yeah. And Judge Wapner like win? really got angry at one point. It was like it was kind of crazy, really kind of crazy. It was called the case of the picked off tenant. <laughs> yeah, that that, that could uh, definitely annoy anyone. Yeah, good. Uh, I gotta try to put that up again. I I think uh, I've watched enough YouTube lately. Uh, I I think I could probably put it up in increments and just have like a fair use act at the beginning, and I should be okie dokie. Well, I mean, he was, that he sent an email and go, listen, that's me in the audience. That's my dad right there. Yeah, he was yeah. Kind of, he was kind of cute in the audience. I seen it. He he was cute. I'm always cute. I'm always cute. I know. That's yeah. Hey Tom, are you still there? Hold on. Tom, are you want the dog? Yeah, I lost you guys for a minute. Okay. I don't know. We're okay, still here. Up because. I, I wanted I wanted to play this with you. Uh, this was speaking of family. This was Jim and I talking to you about uh, which I think is great that you gave your daughter away. Oh yeah, that was nice. Yeah, and you talked about it, and when we brought Jim and I on, he. He wanted to talk to you about that. Even though you were well, three feet that had a wedding. I was listening about the wedding. Uh, who, where's Tom? Is Tom still listening? Yeah, he's there. Tom Sawyer. Yeah. Tom Sawyer, what a yeah. wedding, man. What a wedding. Congratulations, man. I, I think that's a beautiful thing to give your daughter away. I mean, not to give her Thank away, you. but, you, you know, man. It's a but she was already kind of taken. Nice guy. guy. Well, what? Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to hear about walk that. Her down the aisle. Uh, awesome. Thank you. I will tell you, I, you're a good father to call a puke fest a wonderful wedding. I, I, I was really <laughs> excited. Well, I it was only two or three guy. people. He, it, wasn't, it wasn't a fest. It wasn't a puke fest. It was only a couple people, but that was that was not in the middle of the wedding. Well, something about the wedding that just made you remember that. Well, that's because they were so drunk when you see them. I thought I was bad, but they were kind of worse. You know, hey, that's going to be something you'll always remember. You'll remember giving yeah, her away, and you'll be like, I just love her. She's so sweet. And then you look over there to the right. <laughs> that was classic. 
Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you know what? It was even more classic, the fact that we pranked you before the show and yeah. right in the middle of the wedding. <laughs> yeah, and I just finished off a strong drink, too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Tom, we're going to be going on the air soon. Oh. Uh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be I'll be there. Um yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be on the show, Tom. It's okay, we understand. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did try calling in too, but I kept dialing the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, my my phone actually dropped the call and I had to call back in. Immediately. Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay. Welcome back. Oh, thank yeah. you. And no I even problem. said, I even made an announcement to Echo. I was like, Nick, the phone just dropped the call. Yeah, I think that was great that you and Jim and I was talking about that. And it was funny that uh, right before we aired, uh, we we called you. Oh, yeah, that was nice. That was really great. Well, Which that's because sober, we love but, you. you know, yeah. Well, love you guys, too. Uh, Tom, I don't think you should have given her away, though. I think that you could have at least made uh, she's, she's with a good man. <laughs> Hold on. Now, now we yeah. lost Nick. Yeah. And not only not only that, I thought, I thought it was great that you got to talk about the fact that your daughter um, – how many lives that she touched, and I thought that, oh, was, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, she she was a good person. She's, well, she you still know, is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she is. She's just you know, she's a good person, and it was kind of it was really, you know, because we had a uh, let's put this way, kind of a stepmother that's kind of thinking that we didn't raise our kids right and. You know, uh, to hear the stories they told us, like, yeah. Yeah, well, apparently. you know, got one of those. So we heard all these stories that she did this and this and, you know, you know, save people trouble or they, they said they, they claimed she saved their lives or their professional careers and stuff. That that That's was awesome. really moving. Well, well, so, as, as, luck, as luck would have it, if you need it, um, I think Francie saved the phone number for the casting director for Jerry Springer. So maybe we can no, try to get okay. on the Times Square next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's okay. No, I... Okay. I, I, I thought that was that great. I'd go to her funeral to make sure. She's one of those people I'd go to the funeral just to make sure she's gone, you know. Yeah, okay, yeah, she did. Okay, good. Just want confirmation. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Let me poke it with a stick and see. That way, I want to get up. I'll bring a steak or two and make sure they stay dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, watch the funeral director be like, uh, "Sir, you can't bring that into the reception area." <laughs> I had an ex-boss that I, I told somebody I'm going to the funeral one day, and they go, "Why? He didn't like her." I go, "I want to make sure they're dead." And I'll bring a hammer, a mallet, and some steaks if I have to. You know, 
So that's terrible. They go, try me. You know. <laughs> You know, it's well, pretty hey, good to say only about one or two people in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... You know, I mean, let's let, face let, it, let, we all see. had somebody that pissed us off real bad, so, you know. But that's why we're writers, because we, we yeah. appreciate the fact that they piss us off, because then we kill them in our books. Oh, definitely. Like I said, the one the one ex-friend of mine that robbed the bank and took the money in my house, I've killed him at least a half a dozen times in books. Yeah, I mutilated him a couple times too. So, but he was still alive, but didn't have legs yeah. and arms, you know. And if anybody's listening, well, they are available on Black Bedsheet Books, by the way. Yeah, they are. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> so. My right, my phone call dropped. I don't know why you guys are talking about. <laughs> Oh, okay. we we're, were, were talking about um, killing people and going to funerals to make sure they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. If they're oh, it dead, was, they're it was very graphic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I was talking about somebody. Somebody, a certain person I know died. I go to the funeral just to make sure. And if I had to bring a mallet and stakes, fine. I'll make sure they stay that way. Francie, he talked yes, about dear. stakes. Imagine steaks on the grill, Francie. Ooh, the, now we're talking. Us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was looking through the switchboard, and I was going to talk about MMA fighter Fernando Farts. Fernando he Farts? Fernando Farts? Yeah. Well, actually, he doesn't he eats anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to make a well, bean joke team. there, but... Yeah. Right. Anybody just hear my That's... chair squeak? No. no I thought that was I thought that was a fart. You know <laughs> no. what? <laughs> no, that was, that was my funny. chair. I, I, I gotta do, do, I gotta ask you one I gotta ask you one ball busted question. Do you guys ever fart in the ring? Let 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 a little red biscuit come out or anything? Um, I farted a couple times. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Is that what you're talking about? Fart? I didn't hear you. <laughs> you know, listen, I got to tell you a story. I got to tell you a funny one. I fought at, uh, there was one event that I fought at. It was actually a pretty big event. It was at the Foxwood Casino. I don't know if you, I know, I'm sure everyone's heard of Foxwood yeah. Casino in Connecticut. And um, I fought there. Originally. Yeah, and um, I had a stomach virus that weekend. So, uh-huh. dude, I mean, I'm like running back and forth to the bathroom, back and forth to the back and back. I'm, I'm literally, and the thing about it is, in Connecticut, their their commission is strict, so I mean they took my, my urine. You know, every time I went to the bathroom, they had two commissioners with me be outside of the toilet, making sure I'm not using any drugs or doing anything wrong. So I'm, you know, I'm I'm shitting my ass off, farting away in the bathroom with two commissioners outside listening to everything. You know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking I'm thinking to myself, oh my god, I hope this goes away because I could just think of me being outside fighting. I get punched or kicked in the stomach and I shit all over myself. I mean, that would, I, you know, that would be it for me. I would retire. I would probably disappear from the face of the planet. Something like that would happen. Yep. There we go. That That is an MMA fighter talking about it. Does is he gonna fart in the ring? (laughs) That's a classic. It is. Every time. He had to go to the bathroom. People were following him. 
Now, oh, do you have Howard Stern when when he called in uh, when he crank called you? Oh, yeah, yeah, I got I got to load that one up. Oh, man, I got to load that one up. Anniversary. We will we will play that. Hey, Francie, Um, you should load up too a segment of when you had Elvira. Oh, oh yeah. Cassandra Peterson. You know yeah, what was funny yeah, about that? Yeah, and uh, Cassandra she was, was actually she was drinking. She was yeah. drunk, and she even said, "Oh my gosh, I'm drinking a lot of peach schnapps." And I'm like, "What? That's I legit. stay sober for this show." Uh, and You're you should drinking? have. Oh, and Francie. <laughs> Uh, remember Rick Hodla? Oh, Rick Hodla. Yes. He was a, a big writer that, and that started when I did. Uh, had his books out on the paperback racks when I did and stuff. And uh, and and he uh, 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 he was probably the last interview before he passed away that that you did. In that, uh, fact, uh, I I will say this, uh, Rick Hodla. I had a little flip phone, and I thought I was texting somebody else, and he said, uh, Francie? <laughs> and, yeah, we were going to get Ray Carla back on the show, and we were picking up Charlie from school. Remember Nick and me and Ray yeah. Carla, we were texting each other, and he passed away that yeah. week. And now, yeah, did, uh, and, uh, did did uh, did Tom drive to the funeral to double check on that though, just in case? No, he didn't piss me off, so we're good. Okay, no problem. <laughs> yeah. No, just just a former boss and a stepmother. That's the only two. Okay, there you go. Yeah, otherwise okay, I'm good. Continue, guys. <laughs> Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. You know. Francie, you should also do a clip of when John Skip, of John, of Skip Inspector, uh, big mega horror writers in the early 90s. uh, uh, Craig Spector actually was a a co-host. for a while on your show too, but we actually yeah. we couldn't get the two back back together again. That would be phenomenal, but they don't like each other, uh, and they can't don't. get them together in the and same show. John, no way. John Skip did say no way. Yeah. Oh, geez. We've I'm been a- friends of both. I, I got high with uh, Skip at a convention once. I, I badgered him though a little bit though at his table saying, "Hey, do you got anything?" <laughs> and it's like what? probably 2008 or seven, something like that. And then we finally <laughs> like uh, went out together and, and and shared a little doobie and talked for a little bit and stuff. Should we doobie well, Allah? Things. <laughs> The, the thing is, though, with uh, people like that on Francie's show and hanging out at conventions with people like that, it's like um, I back in the day, like uh, 
I would read their books. I'd buy them uh, on the paperback racks at the grocery stores, like Skip Inspector's uh, uh, Scream, uh, or what What was it? The, oh, that heavy metal one that was, oh, the, oh, I forgot its name. It wasn't Scream, it was, ah, fudge. And, uh, yeah, you know, unfortunately, like, when we go to those conventions, Nick says, see, that's who she is. You didn't know who she or he is. And I'm like, Nick. Yeah, I go. <laughs> trying to get them on the show. Bag. And they're like, oh, you don't uh. even know who I am. Even like little moments with that that one that I talked about with John Skip, just like uh, uh, smoking a little with them, just outside of the convention, uh, by ourselves, just like you know talking about nothing, and <laughs> and, and from so many other. I mean, jeez, uh, there's so many. If I would have thought back back in the day when I first got published, I I never thought that I would actually be. Uh, over a period of time, from time to time, in the company of people that I've, I mean, I sat at a table with my first son, Jeremy, at a convention in the 1990s where, um, oh, what's his name, Um, um, uh, uh, Reggie Bannister and his wife from Phantasm. We we sat at this small table and stuff and, and ate dinner with them. And his wife was trying to recruit my son into an acting uh, studio that that she uh, was doing, and and just all, you know, and uh, that was a great night. Or or um, uh, Sid um, Sid Haig being invited into his uh, uh, motel room uh, with him and his wife and me and some other guy. And it was just the four of us, and and they, Sig got me to um, uh, to drink this like I don't know what it was. It was like an Arabic, like tequila kind of a thing, and uh, I ended up throwing up in his sink, and getting really sick and staying for a little bit over there with Sid Haig, and you know just oh. all these from you know just you know putting myself out as a writer. And and being a part of the horror community and everything, uh, I, over the years, I, I just uh, have a lot of, like, stuff I should write all about, stuff like that. So what, just, what's I have a lifetime of experiences with literally things like... fictionalize it. Yeah, or something, yeah, or whatever. My memoirs, but no, no. Yeah. I like to fictionalize. Although, okay, I mean, anyway, I cut out. I feel like it's cool that you, uh, you also met Clive Barker. Oh, yeah. We That's actually cool. talked on the phone a few times, and I'm actually looking at a letter on the wall that he – well, two, well, it's part one and part two that are framed about um, what he thought of the Everborn and, uh, and stuff. And I did have a book signing with him at um, – Dark delicacies back in the day, too, and uh, that was that was really neat. I used to um, even back in the '90s, uh, whenever Clive Barker was uh, when I lived in Orange County, Southern California, and Anaheim, um, they they had like uh, uh, I paid attention to all the signings of the 
writers that I liked. I, I would frequent the DNR Kuntz. I got a bunch of DNR Kuntz um, uh, stuff that he signed and Clive Barker um, and stuff. And wherever Clive Barker made an appearance for a while there, I was there. So we we would, like, talk on the phone. I, I It would always be an appointment uh, with his secretary. She would set it up. So, like, you know, 5 o'clock uh, – after in the afternoon, by about four o'clock, I'd be like sweating, going, "Oh, I've got an hour," and then Clive Barker, <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. and, and then we would talk, and you know, so he really yeah, liked me. What those oh, things? Um, it's been a long time, though. I haven't looked him up or anything. It's just been ever since, probably just before I met Francie. I haven't talked to him. Um, oh, geez. but uh, he was a big oh. fan of my talk and, uh, Did I cause blah, it? Blah, blah. Oh, I'm kidding. I was silence. making a joke. All right, <laughs> you guys, uh, we are about to be cut off. We were number okay. three in popularity tonight. Cool. Awesome. Really? Awesome. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We got cool, oh. awesome, groovy. Let's head it uh, off with uh, uh, blooper questions for the first five years. There we go. Yep. There we go. Let me, I, I got to ask yep. you this because I, I told Nick, I was like, I'm going to do this. Okay. Uh, do you know why you're here? Do you? Do I know why I'm here on this radio show? Um, well, I do know that I'm doing several of these kind of things. I'm out promoting my new album, uh, Untamed the Songs. But if you have another notion as to why I'm on the show, I'd like to hear that. I'm chopping screwed, and I'm loving it. Oh. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, I am totally losing my place. Okay. Uh, that's, that's well, that timing was great. That's you why did that. Like you're all in the family. <laughs> <laughs> For me. Was that the toilet? <laughs> I think so. Was that? I wonder if Nick's was that? <laughs> I think that was I Nick. I don't. Now, now they blamed it on you, John Link, with the toilet. What's up with that? No, no, no. I'm not a damn toilet. I'm, I'm sitting in a chair. Uh, we got David Madison here, which uh, you remember last time. Yep. I remember, David. David and I have shared history from Fright Night with Stephen Jeffries. Yes. How are you doing, Craig, this lovely evening? I'm, I'm sorry. I was trying to light a cigarette, and I, I missed Q, didn't I? Oh, dear God. And, and, I, and I learned a new word this week. What is it? Queef? Queef? Yeah. Well, you t- Oh, and he no. says, what, South Park? And if it talks about, like, a woman's vagina, you, you scratch it, and it's a queen. You played that show, like, about four times on, <laughs> on demand. Okay, well, we're not going to get it. i got to play it again now that we're talking about it. Did you guys see that episode where the women were queefing? I never knew that even existed. She's fascinated with that. I want to queef now. Okay. Do it. I can't. I don't know how to queef. But apparently the women on South Park can queef on cue. 
So right does, after does, the, does, does, does John Lake put that name? Oh, they're called. Huh? Never sent a man for a woman's job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, now, tell us about the book. All right. Um, it has nothing to do with quitting. Oh, but... it's nothing to do with quitting. <laughs> so there's no scratch and scratch. Oh. It is called less sleeping. What? Blood queefing. <laughs> you, know, you know what, yeah. LSD? You got a new foot. <laughs> queefing in the field. <laughs> or or the, uh, the, the, the children queefing. The children of the queefing. <laughs> the children of the queefing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess Francie had to actually go queef. All right. Confessions. I'm just a wannabe filmmaker. Actually, it is my hopes, dreams, and aspirations to make midget amputee porn. <laughs> Edward X. Young ships me alcohol on Saturdays, so it is here by Sunday night by the time I start my show, and it makes me become a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I am wearing this uh, regimental style, yes. And I tell you, the, nice. kilt, the kilt has caused many, many a, a wondrous and, and amazing events at the cons that I go to. I always wear my kilts to the cons. I actually yeah. had an elderly woman. When I say elderly, I mean like in her 80s woman come up to me. She was just a guest at the hotel, and she's like, oh, I was wondering what a Scotsman wears under his kilt. She lifts it up, and she found out. What a Scotsman wears underneath. <laughs> um, and what was her reaction to what the Scotsman was wearing or not wearing underneath his kilt? Well, I took her back to my room, Ron. I mean, you know, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I definitely, I definitely want to thank you for definitely doing this show because I got a, I got a confession to make, and I hope you don't think I'm a weirdo for this. Oh. Your posters filled my wall as a teenager. Ah, uh, that's cool. <laughs> there you go. Right cool. well, in the future, when I join Scientology and we go looking for a wife, they're going to come knocking on your door. <laughs> Hello, Scientology here. Uh, no. So you're, you're part of Scientology. What's that? Uh, so you're a part of Scientology? No, I'm a Catholic. I love your show. You guys talk about everything and anything, and it's uh, it's amazing, you know. And and uh, you know, it, it's just fun. It's all you know. Last time I think I was on was, God, almost a year ago, and uh, with David Madison. Yeah, and, David uh, Madison made bought, a phone call in. Yeah, we yeah. were. Uh, uh, I think Stephen Jeffries was me, David Madison, and Stephen Jeffries. Yeah, I, I was telling Ron about that, and he was like, D- "Damn it." <laughs> I was like, well, we're, we're, we're going to try and get Stephen on. Don't don't worry. Stephen Jeffries from Fright Night. That, yeah, he's he's really cool. He he was a really nice guy. I think Nick was more shocked. Are you fucking kidding me, Stephen fucking Jeffries? I just wanted to ask. Was, you know, I mean, uh, there's so many people that I want to thank, like, when my film comes out. And with your permission, I wanted to uh, ask to be able to put your name in the end credits in the special thanks section just for being very... You know, just for kind of, uh, you know, give me a, a mental boost, uh, so as my uh, mother would say, the proverbial kicking the behind and, uh, 
inspired me to keep on going. I'd like to uh, just, Chris, and just put your name in the special thanks at the end for being one of the people who inspired me to keep moving forward. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.